0: This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. You know who came in handy uh, over our wedding weekend? DoorDash. We were in Savannah getting married. Beautiful weekend, but obviously with a baby and a lot going on with planning a wedding, there was a lot of little things we forgot, like batteries. Also we had a little late night party with some friends, Doordash some alcohol. It was amazing, you know, when you're especially when you're in a city that you're not from, well, I'm now familiar with Savannah, but you don't have all the convenience of travel and things like that. There is nothing better than having DoorDash by your side to send out and have whatever you need, basically delivered right to your door, whether it's food, whether it's snacks, whether it's batteries, whether it's alcohol, DoorDash has you covered.
1: One of my favorite things about DoorDash is when you are leaving somewhere and you're so hungry and you're like, okay, I'm going to order DoorDash. And by the time I get home, Boom. it's at the door. I'm
0: ready. Hot and it's ready. So good. So, whether you're sick at home, you need to restock alcohol for that party, or you just need some essentials that you just don't feel like going out late at night, DoorDash has you covered. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. Must be 21 years or older to order alcohol. Drink responsibly alcohol available only in select markets. <laughs> What is going on everybody? Happy Monday to you all. Oh, I um, like that. Um That's a good one. Thanks. Yeah. Um just trying out some different versions of me. Um <laughs> great episode today. Uh loved our, our callers, the variety. Um
2: Such good topics today.
0: I enjoyed my answers even but no, I'm going to better. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. Great uh, variety of topics. Um We'll just get right into it. Uh, Just a couple reminder. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. There's this uh, amazing tell-all in an audio format. Uh, Me talking to a bunch of my exes from season 21 of The Bachelor. Um, People are absolutely loving it. So Good to hear about it. It's on my Patreon. Yes, it's not free. It's ad-free. But it's like the price of a delicious cup of coffee. I guarantee you've wasted money on on other things. And
2: uh, I paid more for my latte today, I'm sure.
0: You can cancel at any time. You're not going to want to. It's amazing. You won't regret it. I promise you. Um, So check it out. Uh, The links in my, on my Instagram or on my Patreon search, Nick, uh, or go on my Twitter. You'll find it. uh, If you want to, if you're looking for it, uh, check it out. Uh, Raven, Corinne, Angela, Alexis waters out now. Taylor's coming out. might be up by now, by the time you're listening to this, if you stick around next month, Vanessa Grimaldi, Rachel, Jasmine, daniel malpy and a mystery one it's gonna be awesome it's uh it's all the things you've ever wondered and some great conversations so check us out check it out it's a lot of fun uh send your questions at asknick cast with a k uh always need your questions you're the heartblood blood of uh our uh episode and as you guys know i love this uh ASNIC episode that we have on Mondays and I love that you guys are listening. So I just want to say thank you. And if you love it, we would love you to, you know, give us five stars on iTunes. I'm just going to pander for your compliments Other Than that. Uh, make sure to check us out on Wednesday with pastor miles, uh, yeah. pastor miles. Um, I found, I was watching TV. I saw him give some interviews. He's our guest on Wednesday. Uh, Great guy with a great story. uh, A man of God who has some very interesting perspectives on things going on in our country right now. Um, Son of a police officer, father of a police officer. uh, Is a black man who... um, Started a church. Started a church and... um, Was in the NFL. Was in the NFL and got in some trouble early on in life. Found an interesting path to where he is now as a a pastor. Uh, Has a great new book out and uh, just talks about kind of how we can try to come together as a community and um bridge that gap bridging gaps and i i I like bridging gaps uh and uh, i was really moved by some of the things that he shared and i invited him on and um he was kind enough to 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 join i think you guys will really enjoy it so check us out on wednesday and um if we have a bachelor episode tomorrow check that out too uh other than that let's uh let's get to these callers
2: What's your time with
0: me? How's it going? Oh, it's good. How are you? Good. What's your name?
1: My name is Tony. I um, am almost thirty-two and I live in Brooklyn.
0: Happy birthday. Uh, how can I help Tony?
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. So I, I feel like a bunch of other people have been semi dating during Corona. I started dating this guy, met him on Bumble, like the middle of January. It started out pretty slow. I feel like I was the one kind of initiating it more, which was a little shocking because not to sound like it, an a hole, but I think I was a little bit out of his league, so that was shocking, but. We kept it going. And then finally when Corona hit and we had to lock down, I saw him one last time and I was just like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm gonna let it slowly fade out. I stopped texting him and he started increasing the text messages and we quarantined for like a solid month, didn't see each other. And then finally we both felt safe enough to hang out. Um, We started hanging out every two weeks and then it turned into every week. And now we're up to two to three times a week and it's always a sleepover. he always comes to see me. I live in Brooklyn. He lives in Manhattan, which is kind because I'm terrified to take the subway. Um, but we just haven't had the talk yet. And I've, I blatantly asked him, I said, you know, have you been with anyone since quarantine? And he said, no, I haven't even made out with anyone since our first date. So it's just a little nebulous relationship. And I'm just wondering, I mean, from a man's perspective, like what the deal is. He bought me flowers, he buys me dinner, he compliments me. How, how old we is talked he? about taking a trip together. He will be, excuse me, 31 in October.
0: Okay. And what's his dating history?
1: He dated a girl long distance for almost a year. I creeped on her, so I have a little
2: bit of background information. Okay, well. <laughs> as girls do Uh,
0: and this is the guy who you felt compelled to throw in there that you're a little bit out of his league
1: yeah yeah I was lonely I had gone like a full year without dating anybody he was the first guy I went on a date with when I moved back to New
0: York (laughs) but what's interesting when I listen to you talk it sounds like you really are maintaining that you're out of his league like you want people to know or you want yourself I mean, to know or why why are you insisting on this storyline?
1: It's an ego thing for me personally yeah it's like, what, why what? <laughs> It's like we're in the middle of quarantine. I know he's not seeing anyone else. like why not?
2: So you're saying like somewhat somewhat he's a, you're out of his league, so he should be like what locking he, I'm you just down.
0: just curious what you mean by you think he's are you basing this off looks? What are you basing this on?
1: It's a personality thing, too. We're very different. Like, our our similarities are different. We really don't have that much in common. Okay. It's not so much much a look thing. I mean, I swiped on him for a reason. I definitely find him cute. I I think he needs a haircut, but I know it's
2: hard.
0: (laughs) You know who she reminds me of talking to her? Morgan Stewart. Oh,
2: yeah. I can see that.
0: Uh, Thank you. But, um... (laughs) When you say, "I'm kind of out of his league," what do you think about as to why?
1: He's a little sloppy. Like it's just like I like hate saying it. He's just a little bit sloppy and rough around the edges. And I don't think he realizes the potential that he has. As a I feel human like that's being. Kind of more what I
0: mean. Okay.
1: So, yeah, in the looks department. Like he, he needs a haircut. He really does. And I think he's just kind of afraid because we're in okay. the pandemic. I'm, which I know is shallow.
0: I'm a big believer in there like the, the this league that you refer to um is non existent and it's um it's just um perspective, you know. Um mm-hmm status i mean what is status anymore and you're like you know what's he do for a living do you care i mean i don't know like you you strike me as someone who does care a little bit about some of the maybe superficial i
1: mean yes and no i he has his own business he just started it early when we were dating so i kind of attributed to the that to being why he wasn't so excited and gung-ho about dating because he was literally just starting his business
0: do you like him you want to be in a relationship with him
1: i don't know so much as a relationship but i i would love for him to care
0: you want to so care to ask when I, you oh god you want him to find the relationship him. that you're not even sure you want to be in yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, f- 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 like, thanks for being honest, but it, that's the thing. It's just like, figure out what <laughs> you want first before you have expectations about him saying what he wants, because you're running... Yeah, I just
1: want a male's perspective on like all of these things. Just We were talking about taking a trip together. Um, he's taking care of me when I've been sick. He always compliments me.
0: All nice things, right? It's it's oh, great. He's like a
2: nice guy. Great,
0: great to have that. I'm just not sure whether you like him or your ego is telling you know there's something about him that you feel that he's out of your league and he's holding out just enough to like fuck with your ego and have you say uh hey girl uh uh he doesn't make you feel like a queen that and you're a queen and you need you, you need to feel like you're in total control, so what the fuck? And you're just like, yeah, you're right. So, like, I want him to define the relationship, but, like, honestly, I don't know if I want to marry him. I mean, you're just kind of playing games with yourself. I I, can't, I honestly, yeah. after talking to you, don't know. I, you know, there's a part of me that thinks you really like him, and there's a part of me that thinks you really don't. I, I don't know. Oh, um, um, he- yeah. I mean, I'm super torn. It started out as just casual fun.
1: I'll date him while I date around. And then this whole thing happened and he just kind of started to grow on me. I that's never great. thought, I mean, we're like
0: seven months in. That That's great. And that's great that you want expectations, but May, be vulnerable a little bit like you you seem to not be interested in being vulnerable like you're like you're trying like i want to i want to define the relationship but like if you don't like me then fuck him like i don't i'm not gonna let him i'm not gonna be sad about him because like i mean let's be honest i'm out of his league uh you know like fuck you know it's just it sounds exhausting yeah. um <laughs> it
1: is exhausting yeah. <laughs> yeah. but i mean it's fun i mean we're in hard times Listen, I mean, I'm getting older,
0: uh, to date. Just <laughs> say to yourself that you like him, and you'll be a little hurt if he doesn't like you back.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I know he was there was a point in time when he was still swiping on the apps, we were hanging out, and okay. um, I would see his phone and I would see notifications come down. And one day, I very slyly let him see mine, and I let him see that mine had built up, and then after that, I mean, he deleted his.
0: Um. I was in a situation. <laughs>
1: confusion.
0: I get I was in a situation where I was talking to someone and uh I really liked this person. I felt like they really liked me, but we didn't have a lot of face to face time, you know, in person, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, You're cool and I really like you. And I and I I am at the point in my life where I probably take things too slow, you know, and I could probably mm-hmm. speed things up yeah. a little bit. Um but how they went about it really bothered me in terms of it was a kind of a, it was a passive aggressive approach to like trying to get me to want to define the relationship because they didn't want to ask me to define the relationship. And I was just like, well, wait, you're the one who wants, I'm fine with this pace and I'm fine that that you're not fine, but like just fucking ask." It, It turned into be this kind of, it turned into like them doing things that, and bothered me and then I was like Mm -hmm. why are you doing this you know and you get what I'm saying there was a little game playing and ultimately I think it just found out that maybe weren't as compatible as we might have hoped to be and that's fine Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm saying is you've been dating long enough that you're not like crazy to want to get some uh some clarity uh to define the relationship uh what would you be satisfied with uh him saying hey I don't know if I want to put a label on it, but like, it's nice to know you haven't hooked up with anyone else, but I'd kind of like to know that I can just not have to ask anymore. That Like we're, we're, we're going to be monogamous. I don't know if you, you don't have to Mm -hmm. call me your girlfriend. I just want to know that like, we're, we're not, we're not swiping. We're not on the apps. We're not hooking up with other people, you know, just ask for clarity. Yeah. Uh, Just how
1: long is too long? I mean, seven, I, he I don't might not. A lot, I've had one. Yeah.
0: And are you okay with him not doing it first? Do you have to, does he have to come to you and say, baby, I want you to be my girl? You know, and I, I don't know. Stop. Like, That's a great way <laughs> to I'm in say love it. with you and I just, I can't live without you. I guess that would be nice. And I'm sure every girl wants that. I get it. But we, maybe uh, maybe not exactly. Like we live that. in a time where, like, you know, guys are, like to drag their feet. Uh, we like to, I mean, listen, if 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 you're not gonna make us define anything, then we're not going to. I think you just want some clarity. I think you have to be willing to put yourself yeah. out there. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You might have to you might not be used to that. If you want to get a haircut, tell me to get a fucking haircut. <laughs> you know? I really
1: do.
0: <laughs> you know, give your you know, just be like, listen, I wanna be your girlfriend so I can nag at you and get you to get haircuts a little bit. I don't know if you guys have that type of relationship where you yeah. can tease each other, but like
2: but also, mm-hmm. like, aren't yeah. hair salons closed? I don't know. Like, if we Cut his
0: break? hair. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I, I just used a. I started cutting my own hair and it seemed to work out. But, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you got yourself in a classic si- situation where you felt like at first, you were like, I don't know if I like him, but he seems nice. And then, but you kind of felt like this out of his league that maybe you weren't you weren't blown away by him early on. So what? And now yeah. he's just like, he seems gotten really comfortable and really secure with your situation. And you're feeling like inside being like, why aren't you, ch- why am I worried about our, our status more than you? And, and now mm-hmm. that bothers you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. It really does. He's like, if you're not dating anyone and you really do like me, it's like, why not even just bring it up, gauge the subject? Why don't you? It's just- I, I mean I've flat out asked him if he's seen anyone. I've like joked around with him, but I that's never want to That's not asking. Nag.
0: Okay. Ask him if he's seen anyone else and saying, Hey, we've been hanging out for seven weeks. Uh,
1: seven months. Seven months.
0: Seven months. <laughs> I'd like, you know, can we can we define this thing? People always like I love how people yeah. are just like, How do you ask how to define the relationship? Just ask. Just say that. I want no to No one like, likes to yeah. What
1: just no one likes rejection, it's hard. I, it's like, uh, we're having fun, I don't want to ruin
0: it. I get that. Brain games are the absolute best, uh, especially when you can play them offline. Um, uh, best fiends is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Playing it non stop. I, 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 I'm not as good as I want to be. Chrissy is obsessed with this game, <laughs> um, so much that I think like I'm not even ashamed. You might even be ahead of me by now, but they no. listen. It's productive and it's entertaining. Uh, great brain games to keep that mental stimulation going. Yeah. But also if you're into like key characters and a variety, they're coming out with new characters. Um, uh, just new stuff every month. Uh, they have hundred 100 million people have downloaded it.
2: That's insane.
0: And clearly they're doing, something right. they're
2: doing something right. It's really fun. I really love it. Like I really, 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 really no, no. She really talks about it all, like the <laughs> all the time, all the time. I do play it. I get it. it. I do play. So it.
0: They text me, I'm like, hey, you guys play? You want to play Best Fiends? And I'm well, like, you're sitting
2: uh, there watching TV for too long. Your your brain gets numb. So this is something fun to do, and it's entertaining, and it like stimulates your brain because you got to figure out all the little patterns and stuff like that. The little mazes.
0: Updates monthly with new levels and events, so it never gets old. Best Fiends treats the game like a service for their players. Uh, you can play offline. You can play uh, with your and against your friends? Yeah. Um, Literally, it's amazing. Uh, It's hours of fun right at your fingertips. And as we said, you can play offline. With over 100 million downloads and a ton of five-star rating reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Listen, your dog is should be your best friend and when you have a best friend you know all about your best friend that's what a best friend is well yeah. if you if you want them to be your best friend then you need to take the time to get you know that to get to know your dog better and bark is helping dog owners do that. Embark can identify over 350 breed types and varieties and screen over 175 genetic health conditions to help your vet provide the best medical care for your dog. Over 50% of dogs are either at risk or a carrier or of a genetic disease, whether they are purebred or mixed and Embark can give you a leg up on when it comes to knowing their history. Also a great conversation starter. Talk about your dog. Our Uh,
2: engineer just is going to be doing it on their dog.
0: Amazing. If you you, uh, adopted a dog or rescued a dog, you Great, but you may not know how old they are. You may not know their history. They may Someone might tell you their history, but...
2: Yeah, you may look really weird on the know. street if somebody walking by you
0: asks you about your dog and you don't know.
2: It's also just fun to oh, learn a little it bit about so that them. Would be.
0: Well, this summer Embark has a limited time offer just for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use promo code VIAL to get $50 off your dog breed and health kit. So visit embarkvet.com and use promo code VIALL to get $50 off today. Embarkvet.com and use promo code VIALL. Do you, could you marry this guy?
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't say I do. I you, know. My friends always could, tell me. Could you? Do you see a potential there?
1: I mean, I definitely see potential for something. It's a slow burn. And my friends always tell that's me, they're like, don't judge a book by its cover. Give it time. Give it time. And he's the first guy that I've really let – I've given him but time.
0: You, you're, you're, There's something inside you that's telling you, hey, what we're doing is played out. Like, we need mm-hmm. some expectations. A relationship you changed when you introduce an expe- expectation. It really does. It's easier to, like, mm-hmm. hang out with someone casually, even if it's one or two times a week, have sex – And even early on, you're like, you don't really talk about whether you're hooking up with other people and you accept that maybe they are. But again, there's just no expectations. And then, but once expectations Mm -hmm. are like inserted into a relationship, it can drastically change things. Like people can all of a sudden, like you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend, and they might act differently. So you, you, at some point you need to insert expectations into this relationship to see if he really is a guy, uh, and that you Mm -hmm. can, and the only way to do that is to put yourself out there. It's, I think we can agree. I think we've come to an agreement that what you've done up until this point has run its course. And so you can either, <laughs> out of fear of boredom and for fear of rejection, just keep going along with what you're doing, but not really get anywhere. Because you, if you don't do anything, there's a good chance for the next four or five months you're, you'll have re- no real progress in the relationship, mm-hmm. you'll get no real answers. You'll have no more clarity than you do today on whether he could be your guy because there's no expectations and expectations in any yeah. relationship are a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, people yeah, change definitely. how they communicate when they have expectations of one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the word, yeah. when the feeling like, I don't know if I can do that because that might upset someone when that's a thought, it changes how you go about things. And that's a big deal. You should, in happy relationships, you want to give that up for someone you love and care about. And and relationships you don't, you're like, I don't know really I want to give that up. But right now there's, there's no expectations. Mm-hmm. My advice to you though, when you do it, if you do put your out there, don't be passive aggressive. Don't like, yeah. don't okay. do things to get him to want to say it because at the end of the day, you're, <laughs> you know, he's still not doing it on his own. You're just trying to make yes. yourself feel better because you don't want to bring it up. So just fucking mm-hmm. be direct. I mean, you know, I th- I think he'll appreciate you saying like, "Hey, I don't know. It's kind of run its course. I just mm-hmm. I want to I, like. I'd like to. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And- Should I hold out and wait and see if he gets me a birthday gift? I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. when, <laughs> when's your birth? When's when, When's your birthday?
1: Uh, September 2nd. It's like legit a month out. Yeah. But if he put it on his calendar. Like I, he showed me his calendar. Like my birthday is
2: in his phone.
0: Listen, <laughs> just, <laughs> you want some movement in this relationship. So make some moves. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, no, I- you, you know, if you're a, empowered woman who f- believes in progress than this whole idea of, well, I want him to do it. Like, fuck that. You know, you're a, an yeah. equal part in this relationship. And so this is what you want. So put it out there and see what he says. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I will. You're right. It's, it's just been too long and I don't, I'm not like a share. I don't really talk to my friends about these things. So I appreciate you taking the time.
0: All right. Well, best of luck. <laughs> Happy birthday.
3: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Stay safe guys. All right, bye bye. <laughs> How's it going? Great. Um this is Kelly. I am 29.
0: Hi Kelly 29. Hi. How are you?
3: I'm pretty good. How can um, I help? Yes. Um so I have a question about revenge. Okay. <laughs> um so just to preface, I I grew up in the South. I had a pretty conservative, patriotic Christian upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um and even when I moved to New York for college and then for my first job, I kind of carried that with me. Um and in that time at the start of my career I started dating a cop and we were together for 3 years. Um and in that time I I tolerated a lot from him and his family. Um and I didn't realize I had tolerated a lot until recently actually. Okay. Um we broke up last year. He broke up with me because our at the time it was like our life plans didn't align, which was like fine. And it was manageable. And, and I wouldn't say it was amicable, but like we, you know, our families had been pretty symbiotic. (laughs) So um, we were talking on and off, up until um, the recent um, iteration or emergence of, of black lives matter. Um, So like in quarantine, I was getting educated and about racial inequality and about police brutality. And that's kind of when I realized that I had tolerated a heck of a lot from him and his family. And they had used uh, racist, they had called me racist names. They would commit like microaggressors. They would, um, you know, defend um, a police officer's right to brutality, stuff like that. And once that started emerging, once I started really learning, I felt like all the situations that I hadn't confronted in that relationship were reemerging. And I felt like I was having to go through a breakup all over again.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, um, I've, I, I've cut contact with them and stuff like that, but I've, I've learned that they're still posting these types of things. Their thinking hasn't really changed, but now that I am an ally, now that I am, an advocate now that I am using my voice more and more to speak out about the racism I endured from them, but also in my life. I like, I want revenge. I want to call them out, um, on, on their shit, (laughs) but I don't know how to do that. I don't know a productive way to do that. I don't know if it's worth doing that. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that.
0: Well, it's, it's good that you can recognize your motives and your motive is revenge. Like you don't seem a lot of people when they do things will convince themselves it's something else, you know, yeah, righteousness and um, doing the right thing. And, and um, being an ally is a great thing. Right. Right. Um, right. But you recognize that from your personal motives, you have, you feel probably a lot of anger or hurt. Uh, maybe even that anger and hurt or, it's almost sounds like you feel anger and hurt towards yourself because you seem to, if I'm hearing you right, become aware of what they were. It's like, it, it, it. it's almost as if you're at a party and people are laughing and you leave the party and realize they were laughing at you and not with you, you know? Yeah. And you're yeah. kind of like, and you're mad, you know, because you, you right. didn't realize and you feel like the butt of the joke. Is that sound, is that, is that the feeling you're describing?
3: Totally, and I mean, I also, like, there's that level of guilt where, like, I felt like uh, I I knew what they were saying was wrong. I didn't say anything. Sure. Um, And now I I want to say something, but sometimes it feels like I'm too late to the party.
0: I can almost assure you that if you proceed with a mindset of revenge, you're not going to get the satisfaction you you desire. Um, Now, this experience that you felt Um, can you can do I'm also confident you can do something positive with it you know and that positive thing is again becoming more of an ally it's always how you go you know you you learn from the past for you so you can be better in the future right and sometimes we have to learn tough lessons from people we don't want to learn them from so that we can be better in the future um but you, you're at this crossroad, uh, if you, and then you have, we all have a certain amount of energy to give to the world, to ourselves. So your know, your energy isn't infinite. So you can use this energy towards this idea of revenge and try to call them out and get people to be like, yeah, you were wrong and see these people, they're racist or they're bigots and et cetera, you know, and you, right? but as I'm sure you've noticed in the world, listen. Some people are going to want to believe what they want to believe, and there's going to be people willing to defend them, you know? And I think this idea of being an ally and and, and educating not only yourself and other people around you is going to be more productive if you do it in a way that comes from your heart that's not s- based off of revenge. You may never, like, listen, you're not, you've, you're you probably not going to change their mind you know, but you know, you get people to go along, you get people to open up a lot more with love and compassion, even, even when you're, they're not giving you that energy back, you know, right? and it's hard. It can be hard, but if your goal really is to uh, be helpful, not only to yourself and your community and to other people, I think your energy can be best served rather than getting revenge on on people who hurt your feelings and and made you feel, um, inadequate or laughed at or whatever. And I, and I I, like, that sucks that you experienced that. And I, am sorry you had to feel that, but, um, I think it's a, it's a dangerous road to go down to if, if your only goal is to get back at them.
3: Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see that. um, but i think what bothers me is that like i think a lot of people including you and um are are trying their best to be good allies um and and bring awareness to these issues but they just continue to post the same things they get to have the same ideas they get, it, it, like almost feels like they're getting away with like hurting me the way that they did
0: uh, i get that you feel that way um but that's what they believe, whether, whether you think it's right or wrong or whether I think it's right or wrong. Um, it, we have a divisive time. You know, there's also like, you know, I mean, just, I guess there's a freedom of speech, you know, whether I like what people say, whether I agree with it, I do like that we live in a country that allows people to express their views. I don't think, you know, hate and and, you know, there's obviously a limit to, stuff like that, but you, uh, I just think your energy can be more productive, not only for yourself, but for what you're actually trying to accomplish than, than focusing on them. I'm certain of that. And um, maybe someday, not in the near future, someday you might post something or say something and they follow you and you might change one of their minds, you know? But I think you have to look for the small victories. I think you have to just try to um, have a more positive approach, which I know can be hard. But I just feel like you're going to get more angry and more mad and less productive if you focus on specifically this this family and your ex and getting revenge. You know, I don't... It, uh, it it just might create you know you talked about well I felt like I had to go through a breakup all over again well if you focus on revenge that that feeling you felt you you have a, you're you're going to risk extending that feeling it can consume you I mean yeah. literally you could be a year from now still feeling anger towards this family do you want to feel that. Or or, or do you want to give yourself permission to move on, reflect back in the past year and think about great conversations you've had with people who had more of an open mind and open heart, people who, you know, are willing to recognize that, listen, I, you know, I love my upbringing and I have some competitive point of views and I am okay with that. But I I also recognize that I might be ignorant in some things and I'm just open to learning more and I'm curious if you want to sit down and have a conversation. Your time might be best served having a conversation with that person. Again, closure does come from within. All
3: right.
0: But use that energy in a a way that you think can be productive.
3: That's the best I can can say. I I know it doesn't take
0: away anything they did or how you feel. But I think it's good that you recognize that it's revenge. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I guess there's no like productive way to like really get revenge if, it is coming from a place of hate or anger. Yeah.
0: And like you said, I mean, you they feel like they're getting away with it. I mean, you know, the, the topics you're talking about, there's plenty of people who are going to agree with them. Yeah. I know it can be frustrating, but
3: it yeah. <laughs> it is. Try to it focus
0: is. on the things that you can do to help create some change. You know. Okay. Right. All right.
3: So like would would making donations in their honor count, (laughs) is that channeling?
0: Yeah, I think that's probably unproductive. Okay. (laughs) I I think for your own mental well-being and your energy, you got to try to let this go. And things that you do because you've learned, like you're channeling it in a, like the thing, you know, spite or revenge, it's just... It brings you down you're gonna bring yourself down with them
3: right right
0: it just doesn't doesn't usually feel good i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i mean there might be people who disagree with me but i just um usually i guess what i'm saying in those situations so much whether again this topic or being cheated on whatever when we think of revenge we have this idea, we're going to do this thing, and this and it's going to affect these people a certain way, and I'm going to feel good. And the truth is, it's not going to affect, most Most of the time it doesn't affect yeah. the way you hope, and then you're going to experience more disappointment because you didn't get the reaction that you wanted. Right. Yeah.
3: Right. So, so it's just best to let it go now.
0: Yeah. Again, don't forget, yeah. learn from it, use these experiences, don't ignore it, but channel that energy in a way that you think could be more productive for yourself and, and for your community. Okay. All right. And I'm, I'm sorry Thanks. they hurt you and I'm sorry you had to go through that. Um, but we can, you, we can try to use these experiences to better ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right.
3: Sounds great. All
0: right. Best of luck. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. How's it going?
4: Hi, Nick. Uh, my name is Christina and I'm 29 years old.
0: Hi, Christina. How can I help?
4: Uh, yeah. So my boyfriend and I have been together for five years and we live together. Uh, we have cars and dogs and shared bank accounts. So even though we're not married, we live a married lifestyle. Um, and everything has been really great for us, uh, in these five years. We have a really great relationship. There's great trust and communication, everything, um, but recently, uh, in the past month or so, we've come to the realization that we have a bit of a fundamental difference, um, in the way that we see our future. Namely, that I want children and he does not. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not like this conversation has never come up before, but, um, there was always this understanding that I wasn't sure if I did. I went back and forth and he, even though he always leaned towards that, he probably didn't. Um, he always hoped that by the time I, if and when I decided that I was ready, he would, um, be ready as well. Okay. Um, and he just turned 30 last month and I just turned 29 like on Friday. So, you know, we're still young. Um, and I think the only reason it's coming up now is, uh, because I, my father is 72 and he uh is starting to maybe show some signs of memory issues. Okay. And so it's, it's making me feel it's, it's had me come to the conclusion that I do want children okay. and that I believe that I, I thought that I was ready to like start soon. And uh because of that, it's really put us on. We're just not, we're not sure what to do now. Um, yeah. and then we decided that we're going to see a therapist. Uh, we're going to give it about three months in therapy to see if, if he might come around, but. I don't have a lot of hope that in three months he's going to magically decide he wants children. Well,
0: well, it's interesting that you say that. Cause that's what comes to my mind. Like, Hey, I'm an advocate for therapy. There's really no downside to doing it, but also like, let's have reasonable expectations of what we're trying to get out of therapy. And right. I don't know if someone needs therapy because they don't want to have kids. There's just nothing wrong with not wanting to have kids.
4: No. And I completely understand that. I, I think um, there might be some like trauma in his past, like that, makes him think that he has like a negative view on children.
0: But does he? And, I mean, what does it, does he give yeah. you reasons why he doesn't want to have kids?
4: Well, I mean, there's definitely, he has said that it's mostly about money and freedom,
0: okay.
4: um, but there's just this hope that, that
0: yeah. so like, do you have any reason to think there's,
4: <laughs> there is a small reason. Yeah. I mean, I, just, without going into okay. detail, he, yeah, he has some, Something
0: in, with his grandfather that might... You know. Well, I, I can assure you, I can assure you, my guess is nothing's going to be resolved in three months.
4: Yeah. I
0: mean, if you are right about this um, underlying issue that is real, the main reason why he doesn't want to have kids, like mm-hmm. my guess is it's not, you know, if he's able to tap, if, if this therapy session... Um, And again, it sounds like maybe he needs therapy rather than you guys need therapy. If I'm hearing you right, relationship's good. Yeah, You guys enjoy being around each other. You love each other. You get along. But this very specific but very real issue is, and yeah, that is a reality. Two people could be madly in love, love spending time together, love being around each other. You want to have kids. He doesn't. And that's a big part of people's lives, specifically you. Are you willing to give up having your own children to be with him? That's a that's a real choice, and you have a right to say no, and you can also say yes. Yeah. Um. He has the right to say, "I love you, but I don't want kids." And if you do, then you need to go find someone who does. He has the right to say that too.
4: I mean, I guess I also wanted to ask you, like, when at what? Because he's only thirty, right? So, like, at what age did you know that you definitely wanted? I've wanted to have kids my whole life. You did, yeah. yeah. But it's not unreasonable that he could change his mind.
0: It's more I just likely wonder, like, you you don't think you will? I, mean, I don't know this guy. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you need to take him at his word, right? If you love a guy, then yeah. you trust him. Yeah. Anything's possible. Things can change. Yeah. You have to make decisions based off the fact that he won't, right? Because what happens in four years where he's, his, his, you know, are, would you be able to right now take the risk and hope that it will change four years go by you're 33, 34 years old and he's doesn't change. And would you resent him? Would you wait a little longer? All of a sudden you're 40, you're still with him, And could you be 45, 50 years old, still like hopefully relatively young in the scheme of your life, you know, and be married to a guy who took that away from like always hoping he would change, but he never did. And he has the right to be like, I told you I didn't. Right. I would be frustrated at you. Like you resent me because I was honest with you. You, it's like I didn't make you, you know. So you yeah. you got you my only advice to you is you have to make some tough decisions. And I think you do have to make decisions based off the information you have now. Not what you hope will will change. If you are willing to get rid of this kind of three month silly timeline and say, <laughs> "All right, you're willing to go to therapy, you're willing to explore if there's a reason why," you, then I'm willing to stick around for a while and give it yeah, some real he, time. I, that that's is, not five he, years, that's not three years, right. but like you know, yeah. If he if if there's some real continued progress and some sustained sustained like. Effort Uh, effort and he's and you and you think there's some growth and a year goes by, that's reasonable, you know. But just hoping things change is not a good plan for you,
4: yeah. And he is seeing, I was gonna say, he is seeing the therapist uh, one on one. We're both going one on one, not together. Um, which I and and the fact that he is making an effort, it does give me hope. I think I need, I do think that I need to. Not expect an answer right away, i, that, and just, I think that's
0: good, but i don't I yeah. do want you to have expectations, and I do want you right. to make some tough decisions based off of the information you have. I'm not saying right now, but, yeah, you know
4: it's just so scary, it's so scary to walk away from something that's been so fulfilling and so totally, good,
0: yeah, but yeah, but how unfulfilled will you feel if you're not able to have children?
4: <sighs>
0: I'm sorry, I know it's tough
4: <laughs> I know. I, I feel like I'm just desperate right now. I just want someone to tell me what my future is.
0: <laughs> I get it, and it's good that yeah. you feel like it's 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 important to admit your desperation because at least yeah. you can be mindful of that. Um,
4: yeah, <laughs> and I, I can. I
0: just but there's some good. Uh, you know, listen. You're going through therapy. He's he seems mm-hmm. open to it. That's that's a good thing. Let's see where yeah. that goes. Give that an opportunity to to, to have some progress. Okay. But but have have some sort of reasonable timeline and out three months might be a little brisk, but
4: yeah, I think you're right. Especially, I mean, it it did even now, like saying it, it seems like we're not given enough time I mean, for five years and everything.
0: Relationships are about sacrifice to a certain point. I mean, kids are a big deal, but can you be in love with them at 40 without kids knowing that he was unwilling to make any sacrifice? Right.
4: Career? Or at 40, did we have kids? And then he resents me. So,
0: I think you have a better chance of resenting him than him resenting you. It's, uh, you know, I don't know this guy, but he doesn't want to have kids. You have a kid. He might, he might actually like his kid.
4: You, <laughs> you know? know so. yeah. <laughs> uh, but,
0: yeah.
4: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> so uh, there is that possibility. Yeah. But uh, I uh, follow, follow your dreams about wanting to have a kid.
4: Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Best of luck. Thank you so much, Nick. Right,
0: take care. <laughs> All right.
4: You too. All right,
0: Bye. How's it going?
5: Good. Um, I'm Sarah. I'm 33 years old. Hi, Sarah. Um, How are you? Hi. Good. Thanks. How can I help? Um, yeah, so I am recently divorced. Um, uh, my divorce. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does feel good. Uh, it was finalized in January. So luckily before, um, COVID hit. And, um, I, uh, I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old, um, kind of a long story, but I I left my husband when I was pregnant with my one-year-old. Um, and I have not dated in, I mean, I haven't dated since I left him nearly like, uh, almost two years ago or something. Um, and so recently, like a month or so ago, I decided to get back into it. And, um, my baby had turned one and I was like ready to, ready to date. And so I joined a few dating apps. Um, I, I ended up talking to a few guys. One of them I ended up talking to a lot. Um, he, we texted nearly every day for, uh, like the different points of the day for probably for a little over two weeks. And we ended up having multiple phone conversations. Um, like, over three hours long, like late into the night. Um, uh, which is different for me because I'm not, a, I'm not usually a long phone talker, but, um, I felt like I really knew this guy and I liked him. And so we agreed to meet up and we both had talked about, um, our, what we were doing in terms of social distancing and everything. And we kind of felt comfortable enough, like I felt comfortable enough to sort of break my quarantine bubble and meet him and, um, not, social distance, not have a social distance date. Um, I didn't feel like I wanted to, or needed to at that point. So, um, so we met up, um, and he had actually talked up his backyard and how amazing his backyard was. And, um, he, he's a single dad as well. Um, and he had outfitted it for his kids and wanted to show me what he had done. And so he went there, we, um, I got there, we talked, um, ended up making out, um, and, and then eventually went into his house and had sex and everything was good and it was fine. And I was glad everything happened. Um, it seemed like he was glad everything happened too. Um, and then, but then, uh, after that, um, I mean, there wasn't too much communication the next day, but then two days afterwards, I met up with him again. I had forgotten my sunglasses at his place. So we met up to get my sunglasses cause I was going on vacation soon. And, um, Uh, he was just like really weird and like, wouldn't touch me at all. He, um, was just talking about his divorce and how complicated his divorce was. And he was really stressed about it and he didn't have time to go through all the documents that he needed to. And, um, I was just like, and just felt super weird the entire interaction. And we like sort of chastely hugged goodbye and I left and I just felt really weird about it. And so I texted him and I was like, I gather you have a lot going on right now. I think I'm going to like leave you alone. And, um, and he just sent a few texts back and was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I just really, really want to be friends right now. I think that's all I, the bandwidth I have right now, but I really like you and I really like talking to you and um, blah, 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 And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll be friends with you and talk whenever you'd like about things. And it's nice to have a friend who knows what going through divorce with small kids is like. Um, and then it's just been, radio silence and, and it since, and it just kind of sucks because I felt like I found someone who I could talk to about certain things who like really understood what I was going through and, uh, um, we had a lot in common. And so I've had these moments where I've just been like, well, can I just text (laughs) them? And, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Is that your question? All right. Goodbye. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how honest do you want me to be here, you know?
5: Yeah, I mean I feel like you um, know answer. Yeah, I think I do know the answer. It just uh it just kind of sucks to put in that much time like invest in that much time with someone. I lost precious sleep where I don't get a lot of sleep these days with young kids and I don't know. He made a big deal about like how he didn't like when people ghosted him and blah, blah, blah. And we should totally talk if nothing, if it doesn't work out. And then he just does the thing that he said he didn't want me to do. And that
0: sucks. And that's annoying. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, are you going to, how much energy are you going to spend trying to hold someone you really don't know all that well accountable for some bullshit he said? You know, right, like yeah. what's gonna make yeah. you feel better? You call him up, and be like, Hey, remember that thing you said about like wanting, not wanting people to ghost, and then, and then you did it. And he can all he mm-hmm. can say is all he can try to defend himself, or he can be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the reality is, you guys were dating, uh, the sex happened, and that changed the dynamic. He got what he wanted. Now, I don't mean like he was just trying to have sex with you. I've used my movie analogy before. You know, it was fine. He just didn't feel, you know, and it's not because he maybe, it's not that he didn't like having sex. I don't know what he thought, right? But the reality is, is that once you guys were intimate, intimate, there's a good bet that he wasn't as excited as he might've hoped to be or wanted to be after you guys hooked up. And he was probably then therefore nervous that you might be. And then, Oh, he got stressed about the pressure of like, what if she really likes me? And uh, I don't know. Like I got still like got my ex-wife and the kids and I don't, Oh man, I don't, I get, I it's a good bet. That's kind of what his thought process was in his head. Yeah. Um, yeah. did he handle mm-hmm. it? Great. No. But, all at the same time, like, well, how long were you talking to him?
5: Uh two weeks
0: two weeks. you don't know yeah. this guy. he's just a guy. You just started dating yeah. you 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 had a lot of uh, connections, things in common. single dad had kids. those are nice has nothing to do with your guy's compatibility it's easy It's easy to be um uh, misled and mislead yourself about the compatibility because, oh, well, he's got kids and it's like, it's the same and we get each other. And I, I, you know, I I bet, I mean, I don't know. My guess is you have some insecurities about dating, having a one-year-old kid and a five-year-old kid and will all guys be into that? And this guy, well, he didn't make me feel weird about it. And he, you know, he has kids, so he's relates. And that, 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 those are important things, but that doesn't mean they're your person. You just, you just started, you know? Did Mm -hmm. you, did you leave your husband as, pregnant to, to think that you're just gonna find Mr. Right in two weeks into dating.
5: I mean
0: no. It would have been nice though. It would've been uh, nice. I get that. I understand it's scary. So nice. But like just try to look at the experience for what it is. You got a little sex. You know, mm-hmm. you got some. Congratulations. You know? Yeah. The ego's a little bruised. <laughs> he turned you down ultimately. It feels like you feel a little misled. He didn't handle it very well. your ego your ego's speaking up here. And I get it, you have a right to be upset, you know, but this idea, like what you shouldn't do is is tell yourself that he was like, Oh, well, I just invested a lot of time and I don't get a lot of sleep. Hey, listen, if you want a date, it's gonna take some energy, you know, and you're yeah. gonna have to yeah. invest time in people at the risk of things not working out. You know, you might invest five months into someone to realize they're not your person you know, this is two weeks. Shit. Congratulations. It only took you two weeks to have, find out a guy that wasn't your guy. That's a win.
2: (laughs) I'm jealous. Yeah. You know,
0: and you still got, and you still got some sex out of it.
5: That's true. I mean, I think I'm just, I mean, I'm not used to, I I was, I got married pretty young and I'm not used to this. I haven't been dating for a very long time. So I think it's just weird to me that I felt like, he even told me he, like we had this incredible connection, like over the phone yeah, like so before what? we met each other, so it was like, yeah, so what? and uh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like the things I mean, we say
0: to each other out of excitement in the first month or two. Right. yeah don't, I'm not saying they're not meaningless, but they're meaningless. They're, they only, they're only meaningful if we, our minds don't <laughs> change, but like, we don't know. It's like, you know, like going on the bachelor. It's just like, you, re- you really feel this shit, but like, you're also just like feeling a lot and you're just like, Ah, you know, feelings change mm-hmm. too. You know, the things mm-hmm. we say early on, like people get so mad about like, well, they said this to me. Great. Were they lying? Well, probably not. They probably thought that in the moment. Some people are are a little bit more uh, careful with what they say because they know they their feelings change. And some people are like, hey, I don't know. I'm going to say how I feel in the moment. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily make them yeah. liars. He's going through his shit, too. Um, right. I think.
5: Yeah. It just, it's. Uh, definitely
0: shouldn't reach out, though.
5: Okay. I mean, I won't. Yeah, I'm that's his
0: boredom. Um, you know, if you're mm-hmm. going to be mad at yourself for investing all this energy into a guy that did this, you texting him is wasted energy. It's literally right. up and before you didn't know. But now it's on you. Now it's just like now you know that if you text him and get him to respond, and and, and the worst case scenario, which will you won't realize because it will feel like the best case scenario, is that out of boredom he responds to you. But make no mm-hmm. mistake, he if he responds to you, it's because he got lonely and bored, not because he realized he made some mistake.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's
0: good.
5: That's
0: good advice. Um. I mean. So just get back. I out think
5: there. I'm definitely bored. Yeah. Thanks. Keep, she, keep I shooting,
0: shooter. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Shooters miss shots. Sometimes it's okay.
5: Yeah. I mean, I think like, um, me not being used to dating or even like having adult interaction right now because of everything going on. And, um, and I'm just with my kids all the time. It's I all think about that your
0: perspective. When you date, go out there with this idea that you too want a variety. You got married young. You don't have a lot of experience with a variety of different men and you owe that to yourself. And if you happen to fall in love with a guy who falls in love with you along the way that you're just trying to get some variety in your life, then great.
5: Yeah.
0: That's a safer way to look at dating in your situation because you're going to set yourself up for disappointment a little bit less. Like, don't like, oh, is he my guy? He's got kids. Great. <laughs> you know, like... You, you might be single for a couple of years and right, have some yeah. fun while you do, you know, mm-hmm. put this pressure that you got to replace your ex-husband within a couple months is just, uh, yikes. Oh,
5: I didn't really want to replace him.
0: No, I but, know. But you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like this.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the idea that you're going to find your new husband in two weeks of dating for the first time is. I don't think I wanted to I didn't go into
5: it being like oh my god No I know he but the when you were forever, like oh but it would have like, been so
0: nice you get what I'm saying though.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, it would have been nice not to have to like play the field more and do the thing more. See, I
0: think you need to change yeah, that yeah. mentality.
5: Okay.
0: I think you should actually look at it as I now I get to play the field some more. Your perspective okay. is the only thing you really need to adjust here. You gotta stop yeah. telling yourself it would have been nice had I just been able to help. You don't know that. In two yeah. weeks, you got to find out this guy wasn't your guy. How would you have felt if you found that out a year from now?
5: No, it'd suck a lot more.
0: People so. do it all the time. So then, then stop saying it. Would have been nice not to have to do this. I'm yeah. glad I figured this out in two weeks. I look forward to going out and meeting new people. Those are the things you okay. tell yourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, what we tell ourselves when we're along with our thoughts really uh, affect our our mindset and how we approach things. Because we have conversations with ourselves. I don't know. At least I do more than anyone (laughs) else, you know, and you are constantly giving yourself advice and telling yourself it would have been nice if is only going to make it harder for you to find your, you know, your happy place, so to speak. Mm hmm. change change your perspective change yep that's the only thing you have control over right now
5: yeah i think i just need to look at dating more as like something fun to do rather than a a
0: chore so we love to be like i don't want to date why (laughs) you know when you were married i bet it got pretty fucking boring having sex with the same guy you didn't like (laughs) so
5: yeah sometimes it did (laughs) yeah
0: And now it's hard to enjoy the freedom that you asked for, and before right. you lock in with another guy for the rest of your life, mix it up, get some sex, have some fun, meet new people, have a bad date, tell your friends about it. You know, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But That's tell yourself part. that you're open to having that. that those are fun things. If you ever tell you, oh, it's so exhausting. It's like okay. <laughs> Yeah.
5: I just feel like as a as a mom of young kids, I'm like constantly exhausted. So I don't
0: I doubt don't that. Another and I, thing, to I, be I can't exhausted. relate to that. And I, you know, I'm in no way suggesting, yeah. but at the same time, like we can stress ourselves out a whole different way. You could have been dating this guy now, and then you're stressed out, and because oh, you're confused. He hasn't defined the relationship, and you spend a bunch of energy worrying about that. Like we can waste energy doing all sorts of different things in our thoughts. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. all right. <clears throat>
5: That, yeah you're gonna be great that's good
0: all right thank you Go out there with I a feel di- better. different perspective
5: <laughs> yeah
0: all right <laughs> take care
5: thanks very much nick right. yeah. yeah
0: my pleasure bye-bye well hey listen i uh i always get the i get the warm and fuzzies with our callers and uh, the variety of the problems that people yeah. have it's always fun um I feel people like
2: really I, trust you with their like they're like intimate as they should i language. felt
0: like i would i felt like i bet a thousand today you did
2: you did just, good today
0: <laughs> i don't know Um, well, thanks for listening guys. We do appreciate it. Uh, make sure to tune in. Uh, is there a bachelor episode? You know, maybe we'll have a bachelor episode tomorrow. I don't know. But on Wednesday, more importantly, pastor miles is with us. Uh, he is uh, obviously a man of God. Yeah. With a very interesting background, his journey to become the, the man he is today uh, uh, didn't start in a, 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 a typical place. And started in the NFL. Started in the NFL. Uh, ran into some problems in his life. Um, he has a, a great perspective on um, some of the things that are going on in our world today uh, racial inequality. He uh, has a great uh, book out there about trying to find a common ground so that we can uh, yeah. move forward. And I, I thought it was really interesting talking to him. And I really enjoyed it. I discovered him, I didn't discover him, but I saw him giving interviews. Interviews. And I was really moved by what he said. And I invited him on, and he took the time. And I think you guys will really enjoy that. So uh, be sure to tune in on Wednesday. And if we happen to talk some Bachelor, we'll check us out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, until then, thanks for listening. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacassamedia.com, cast with a K And if there's nothing else, we'll see you later.
3: This is your moment. Your moments move forward.